Hello and welcome to the Coffee and Books and Movies podcast. I'm your host, Scott. Welcome. We have another great podcast today. Today is going to be actually focusing on Mandalorian, the Disney Plus series, a Star Wars TV show. Uh, heads up, there's going to be spoilers in this one. I will say I've only watched the first two episodes so far, but we are going to be reviewing that today. And uh, there's going to be some things we're going to talk about because I think the Mandalore is similar to the Jewish people. So anyway, I thought you guys would uh, get a kick out of that, and I wanted to bring this episode to you today, brought to you by coffee. You know, the thing that energizes me and makes me go everywhere, Starbucks is awesome. I've been going to Starbucks lately, been getting hazelnut iced coffees, uh, which are awesome. Uh, You know, you get free refills at Starbucks now, which is pretty convenient, and, uh, you know, they have a pretty good reward system. I'm actually getting two free drinks uh, the next time I go visit because they're that awesome. Uh, Okay, so back to the message at hand, the Mandalore. What is the Star Wars universe? Well, it's expansive, it's big. This is not the podcast for that. We're specifically talking about the Mandalore. In particular, season three is what I started yesterday, the first two episodes of that season. So you might be thinking, well, why are you talking about all this? What brings you to the conclusion that the Mandalore has some Jewish traits? Well, that's what I'm going to talk to you guys about. I think uh, Star Wars is an expansive universe. It's based on a lot of fiction. Obviously, it has a lot of well-written fiction, but there are elements in each story, a kernel of truth, if you will, that you can relate to other things in real life. And I think that the Mandalore has some of those traits. So, let's talk about it, shall we? I was actually writing a friend of mine the other day about it, and uh, that's what kind of inspired this podcast. So, um, my first point, and there's a couple bullet points here, is that the Mandalorians are a scattered people throughout the universe, the galaxies. Um, They are like a diaspora. This is also similar to the Jewish people and how they were uh, basically... Uh, kicked out of their home country after the Romans, after other groups of people came in and scattered them throughout the globe. So you have that similarity. Similarity number two, they're not not bound together by race or, you know, planet or creed. But sorry, let me say that again. They're not bound together by race or planet, but they are bound together by creed. And in terms of Judaism, we learn that, you know, especially in Reform Judaism, people can convert to that religion. Uh, but the idea isn't necessarily converts, but it's a creed that binds everyone together. Um, you know, we do things, uh, you know, differently than maybe other religions do. But what I found most fascinating is that the Mandalorians are not one group of people. They're multiple groups of people, and they come from all over. They're just bound together by the, you know, spirituality and the actions that they commit and do. <laughs> you know, it's not just the planet they're from. Okay, number three, they can only seek absolution in a place that is either inaccessible or destroyed. Um, So in The Mandalorian, you know, we have a scene where basically early on in season three, we learn that, you know, the main character has taken off his helmet, which is a big no-no in terms of, you know, what you're not supposed to do as a Mandalorian. As a result of this, he has to seek absolution or forgiveness because he's currently in apostate or basically somebody who's running amok, you know, against the church. So what does that mean? Well, our main character has to go to his home world, but, you know, or rather not necessarily his home world, but rather the place that is the home of the Mandalorians. And he has to bathe in a complex place, a river, you know, or underground cavern kind of thing, 
you know, with water and then, you know, have proof of this and come back to the Mandalorians to show that he has been forgiven. So what does that mean in terms of Judaism? Well, the uh, temple was how the Jewish people believed, you know, or the Wailing Wall is how they believed that they would be forgiven. You know, basically that was the place people would go for forgiveness. Um, And so even to this day, it's slightly different, but basically the Romans destroyed the only place where the Jewish people would congregate and go to. Um, And so when the temple was destroyed, those people no longer had that option of being able to go to the temple to be forgiven. So the lore, if you will, has changed over the years, um, depending on what group of people you're in. Okay, Uh, so I thought that was good. Next, we have number four, visiting the shrine itself and purifying oneself. It's kind of a thing that everyone has to do in The Mandalorian, but it's also a thing that everybody does in Judaism. Uh, for, ex- for example, what I mean by that is that all Jews believe that you know, they have the right to go back to the Holy Land, to experience it, and to visit you know, what is you know, Jerusalem and their home. Okay? And so the idea is, is it's called the Law of Return. Everyone you know, should be welcomed back to this place. It used to be inaccessible, but now you can come back and, you know, make a pilgrimage, and you can do things like bathe in the, you know, the Red Sea. You know, many different groups of religions all go to Israel for this exact purpose. Um, But, you know, there's basically different types of bathing rituals, um, or depending on the level of religion that you are. And so I just wanted to say that um, in The Mandalorian, it was also the same kind of deal, where he had to go to this place and not only seek absolution, you know, from his sins, but also he had to travel to visit that world in the first place, you know, and the world has completely changed since the time of the Mandalorians and their heyday. All right, next we have uh, made up, number five, made up of different types of zealousy. Um, So in the Mandalorian, we learn that there are other groups of Mandalorians, not just the ones that we see kind of up front, but there's different groups with different beliefs. You know, we have the royalty, you know, and the Mandalorian, where, you know, they have basically the idea that, you know, everything that they did, the spiritual side, was for show, and that they were trying to lead the people to a better, you know, like civilization, but they couldn't defend the empire. And then you had, you know, or they couldn't defend their home world, rather. And then on the other side, you have the more orthodox, the more religious people with more zeal, which is where our main character comes from. And so, just like in The Mandalorian, in Judaism, there's different branches and levels of religion. You know, you have your Reformed Judaism, which is kind of like your more casual one, and then you have your Orthodox, which is more strict to the adherence of the laws. You know, and there's other groups inside of that. Okay, so, uh, next we got number six, it was destroyed by the Empire. You know, this is something that's referred to in the show that the Mandalorians uh, lost their homeworld because the Empire attacked them and destroyed everyone. So what was that like? Well, in real life, it was the Roman Empire that destroyed the Jewish people. But it was still an empire. And I think you can think of the you know Empire in Star Wars as a number of different types of groups of people that it represents. But I think one group it does represent very well and clearly is the Romans. Uh, you know, tying it back to our last podcast, we said about how, you know, groups of people in World War II, like Germany, identified with, you know, the people who were rebelling against the Roman Empire because they wanted to be the underdog. But in reality, you know, we have, you know, this type of thing that's going on. And, 
Anyway, it's just, uh, in summary, you know, the Roman Empire was the bad guy um, in real life. You know, they fought against uh, Jewish people and other groups of people. But uh, in the storyline, it's the empire. So I just thought that they were similar. Okay, next, number seven. This is the way. Uh, this is the way is a quote that's often said in the Mandalorian. It's almost like a religious phrase. It's very spiritual. But uh, based on the articles I've researched and seen about this, this is the way is also translated in Hebrew as halakha. So I thought that was very interesting, how this is the way translates to that language. And not only that, this is the way is something I think you can see. It's just like a, an expression, if you will. I believe in it as like a sort of talisman, a way of protection against oneself. Um, in Judaism, we don't necessarily have that, but I like to think of it in terms of like as how I connect spiritually is saying prayers and things like that is a way of guarding oneself against whatever you know is out there that you are going up against. It could just be a prayer, it could just be something just to start your day, but this is the way to me literally translates in Hebrew as well as the way, which is also in other religions and spiritual groups of people as well. And number eight, lastly, I just want to tie it all together and just say the Star Wars universe has Jedi and other groups of people and it's big and it's everywhere. And in reality, the world is big and, you know, there's a lot of groups of people that have to work out there together. And in The Mandalorian, we kind of see how that affects the world. You know, the Mandalorians are deciding between working in their own world, working together, or if they should work with other people. And we kind of see that in the show um, early on, you know, like he's working with other groups of races, aliens, people with different beliefs. Um, we see that early on, but some people don't necessarily agree with that. It's the same in Judaism. Some of the more stricter religious Jewish people only want to be in an isolated community and interact with only other Jewish people, and it's the same with the Mandalorians. So, anyway, those are all the kind of similarities I've noticed between the Mandalorians and the Jewish people. Um, I thought you guys would find that interesting. So, thanks for listening, um, and yeah, if you like today's podcast, be sure to share it with a friend. Um, you guys are awesome. I noticed uh, we're having a huge uptick in people listening to my podcasts. So, thank you for sharing with friends and family and whoever else um, I love today's episode, and thanks for listening to me ramble for a little bit longer while I'm on coffee. Anyway, um, thanks again, and we'll see you guys soon.